This audio is brought to you by Muslim Central. Please consider donating to help cover our running costs and future projects by visiting www.muslimcentral.com forward slash donate. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuhu. Ramadan Mubarak, Ramadan Kareem everyone. This is Abdul Nasser Jengda. I wanted to welcome you all to a very special edition of the Qalam Hangout. Inshallah, throughout the month of Ramadan, we have a series, a special, that we're calling 30 Days, 30 Questions. Inshallah, what we're encouraging everyone to do is to tweet in their questions, or you can also go and post your questions at the Qalam Institute Facebook page. And just remember to tag your questions with hashtag Qalam Hangout, and we'll be taking some of those questions, inshallah, and answering them, particularly the ones that are pertaining and related to fasting or the month of Ramadan overall. So the first question we're going to start off with today is a question I get asked a ton. I get asked this question a bunch of times. And that is, what about women who are expecting a child? What about pregnant women fasting during the month of Ramadan? What's exactly the ruling for that? So... This question, the way I'm going to answer it is just by kind of splitting up the issue a little bit. First and foremost, it's going to, it's going to have to be taken into consideration how far along the woman is into her pregnancy. Secondly, does she herself feel physically capable of fasting or not? Thirdly, she needs to consult with her physician, with her doctor to find out whether it's even safe for her at this this particular stage of her pregnancy, for her and the baby to be fasting or not. And then fourthly and finally, <clears throat> if she's further along in her pregnancy, she physically does not feel up to it, the doctor is also telling her that she should not be fasting, then in this particular situation, she is not obligated to fast during the month of Ramadan itself, Rather, what she is allowed to do is to make up for these fasts after Ramadan is over. Once she's delivered the baby and now she has her strength back, she can make up for the fast that she will miss in the month of Ramadan. That's the basic ruling. Now, i got a couple of extreme scenarios that I would like to caution everybody in regards to. Number one is that we have to be careful about not, you know, just looking for an excuse So if there is a sister who's maybe just a couple of weeks into her pregnancy, physically she's got the strength for it, the doctor is telling her, sure, absolutely, there's no problem with you fasting at this particular stage of your pregnancy, then that sister really needs to take into consideration that fasting for her is what is better, prescribed, and strongly recommended, some would even argue, obligatory. The second extreme scenario that you have to be very careful about, and I've kind of come across this in my own family, And that is, alhamdulillah, mashallah, some sisters have been looking, you know, Ramadan is a special time for everybody. So some sisters have been waiting for Ramadan for the last 11 months. You know, they've been anticipating the arrival of Ramadan. But by the time Ramadan comes around, they're a little bit later into their pregnancy. Physically, it would take a toll on them. The physician, the doctor is saying, I really do not recommend that you do this because it's not safe for you and the baby right now then with those women folk in our families, if there are such 
we're going to have to just sit down and have a very serious talk and let them know that I understand, I know you want to gain the blessings of Ramadan, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can and will give you the full reward of Ramadan just based on your the sincerity of your intention. But we cannot have you fasting because you will be harming yourself and intentionally, deliberately causing such physical harm to yourself or to the child is something that is impermissible in Islam and is not allowed to do. So you will not fast now, rather you will make up these days later on. The third thing that I'll bring up here, and I'll conclude with this, but it's something I've already kind of said if you've been paying attention, and that is, does a sister have to make up, you know, fast that she missed due to pregnancy? Yes, she does. But what happens in a case where a sister has had a couple of kids back to back? Look, I understand that if a sister had three kids, three years, you know, one one year apart, she missed three, maybe even four Ramadans. And that's a lot. That's like 120 fast, about an average. And that's a whole lot to make up. Now, it's easy for me to talk about it. It's very difficult for that sister to make them up. But this goes back to the the evidences and the usul that are used to come to these conclusions. A fasting, uh, a pregnant woman is seen as someone who is physically incapable of fasting, much like a sick or an ill person. And even if that person was sick or ill, the entire month of Ramadan, they would make those 30 fasts, 29 or 30 fasts up later. Same thing will apply in the case of the pregnant women. And so she will have to make up these fasts later on. And I know they can accumulate and get to be a lot, a hundred fasts to make up. What I would advise my sisters is plan to fast once a month, maybe even twice a month, you know, and just let that be your routine. And however long it takes, as long as you are consistent and you are sincere in your intention of trying to make them up, inshallah, Allah will give you the ability to make them up. Or if you ended up, you know, not being able to make them up, you know, once time ended before they were able to make up for that, for all those missed fasts, inshallah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive you as long as you are sincere and consistent. And the last thing I'll go ahead and tack, tack on to the end of this discussion is about women who are breastfeeding. A woman who is nursing a child has the same exact ruling as the pregnant woman. So based on everything else that we talked about, you can basically apply that same understanding, those same rulings on to a sister who is nursing, who is breastfeeding her child. I hope and pray, inshallah, this is beneficial for everyone. Until next time, Jazakumullah Khairan, this is Abdul Nasser Jangda, coming to you with a special series of the Qalam Hangout, 30 days, 30 questions. Tweet in your questions, leave them on Facebook, inshallah we'll try to get to them, get to as many of them as we can. Assalamu alaikum.